Hello there, and welcome to the UVM Career Center podcast. My name is Brian Park, career counselor and co-leader of the STEM Interest Group. This season, we are focusing on careers in science. During each episode, you'll hear from three to four alums working in different science fields. I had a chance to speak with a number of alums about many different topics, including getting experience, searching for a job, networking, discovering your passion, navigating a fear of failure, interviewing, and their advice on choosing a career path. This month, our theme is getting experience. I spoke with four alums working in different science-related careers, who each had something unique to say about how hands-on experience, like internships and undergraduate research, helped shape their career path. First, you'll hear from Meredith Finn, class of 2008. She shared great information about her internship experiences during her time at UVM. What do you do for work? I'm a postdoctoral researcher at Boston Children's Hospital. What does that entail? That is, I uh, basically, I have my own project within a PI, Principal Investigators Lab, and I do my own research, analyze my data, interpret the results, uh, really drive my own project, but with him. Very cool. And you're able to do that because you have your doctoral degree. Yes, yes. Very cool. Um, so I want to, co- can you comment, Meredith, on experiences that people can do during their undergraduate. Maybe you can pull from things you did. Sure, there's so many. Uh, Every summer I did an internship back in my hometown of Portland, Maine. Uh, And then in the classes that I took at UVM, there was a lot of hands-on experience. I did a summer, or I'm sorry, a senior research project in one of the labs at UVM uh, for two semesters. That gave me a lot of really good experience, a lot of hands-on experience that really prepared me very well for graduate school. Did you talk about those um, experiences or skills that you gained during those labs in job, uh, maybe interviews or when you were job searching? Did that impact it at all? It mostly prepared me for graduate school. Uh, In my first year of graduate school, I did rotations in three different labs, kind of testing them out, seeing what projects they had, whether I found them interesting, whether the lab was a good fit, and the ability to just kind of pick up a project and start running with it and having those technical skills already gave me a, a really good uh, basis. I could just kind of get going on a project right away instead of having to learn those skills first and then start a project. Absolutely. And um, when you're, so you mentioned earlier internships. You had an internship every summer in Maine? Yes. Was it? Yep. What was the internship that you did? It was at an uh, institute called the Maine Medical Center Research Institute, and it was in one of their labs. It's a research institute, so it has a bunch of research labs uh, studying different things. The focus of this institute was mostly heart disease and uh, heart health. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I worked there for three of the four summers uh, during undergrad. Oh, wow. How how did you um, get uh, involved with that opportunity? So I learned about it. It's a they had a uh, internship with a scholarship in within their institute. Uh, oh. So I applied for that. And then uh, I enjoyed it so much that actually subsequent years I applied for my own outside funding. One was through the American Heart Association. They provide oh. uh, summer research scholarships for undergraduate students. Oh, they do. So it's so, so can you repeat those uh, institutions one more time for students? So sure. Yeah. So the institute I was at is at the Maine Medical Center Research Institute in Scarborough, Maine. Uh, they have a summer research internship that's open to anyone. You can be an out-of-stater. Uh, I think we had someone from Wyoming the year that I was doing oh, wow. it. 
Uh, and then the American Heart Association has research grants for summer research projects for undergraduates to do. Very cool. And I'll just point out, too, that UVM also has um, research funding as well through yes. our four office. Yes, they do. Yes. Yep. Just to put that out. There's a lot of funding sources out there. Yes. I can. I contemplated doing a summer research at UVM, but it was the summer after my senior year, and I oh. kind of wanted one last summer <laughs> of fun before I went to grad school. Oh, well, we should all be so lucky. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and for anyone who, so that you were really interested in research, that was the main driving yes. force for that. Um, did you, I, I think one thing students always want are specifics. They want um, specific places to look for internships or opportunities like that. Did you, you said you kind of stumbled upon that? Are you from Maine? Is that I how you I am from you? Maine, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, I did kind of stumble upon it. Uh, if students are interested in research opportunities though, um, a lot of hospitals, especially if they're teaching hospitals, have mm. uh, research components to them, like Boston Children's Hospital, where I am now. Oh, very cool. Um, so students can kind of reach out to those institutes and ask if there's any summer research fellowships that they could get involved with. I might Google something like Boston Children's Hospital summer internships or yep. potentially HR departments, human resources departments. Would you agree that's maybe a good yep. course of action? Yep, definitely. Okay, fantastic. Jacob Coster, class of 2005, is up next. Here's what he had to say about his current work in quality assurance in the laboratory along with his advice for students seeking hands-on experience, including reflecting on his time as a work-study student in a UVM lab during his first year. So Jacob, can you talk to me about what you do for work? So my official title is uh, Senior Needle Core Technologist Quality Control. That's very Which <laughs> is a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> um, in practicality, what I do is I oversee quality assurance at the National Emerging Infectious Diseases Laboratory. So I've heard about this term quality assurance mm -hmm. um, in many different facets. Obviously, a lot of organizations have this title. Mm -hmm. uh, can you describe what it is? Um, yeah, so quality assurance is basically just making sure that, you know, it's pretty much what it says, that the <laughs> quality is, you're assuring that the quality is there in whatever you're doing, whether it's a product or the researcher. Um, that sort of thing. Um, it's going to mean different things in different companies, depending on what you do. Like, it's going to mean something different if you're working for Coca-Cola than if you're working for, like, Pfizer or something, right? Sure, absolutely. Um, but so what I do, uh, my group where I work, we do contract research at mm -hmm. high and maximum level biocontainment. Um, so we're doing preclinical research, which is the work that comes after the basic research but before clinical trials in sort of the drug development um, aspect of things awesome um and then so my job and part of that is just making sure um it's much it's, it's a lot of a project manager kind of role um mm. making sure everything's done on time people are following directions recording things um dealing with the government when they show up <laughs> um all that sort of thing so what would you say about um, getting experiences while people are in college? Are there any uh, specific uh, experiences or things people should be aware of when they're uh, currently a current students? Yeah, so the further I get away from college, I've been out for a little while now, mm -hmm. um, uh, I find that the experience honestly is more important than the, than the classwork. Sure. Um, now there are different ways you can get experience. You can do an internship. I didn't personally do an internship. Mm -hmm. um, but what I did do was I had a work study um, oh, what, what did you work? through my uh, financial aid. So what I did was I just worked for a professor in a lab. Oh. So um, I started, like I think it was like October of my freshman year, and I just worked part-time, mm -hmm. um, just in between classes. Um, 
my f the first year I was just doing really grunt work, cleaning glassware, autoclaving things, that, that sort of thing. Um, and then by my senior year, I was doing my own project in the lab. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, I was there for all four years. Um, same professor. Um, still keep in touch with him mm -hmm. from time to time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was um, a really great experience. Um, if that's, I mean, if, you, if you're able to do that, um, I'm just, you know, professors love cheap labor. <laughs> 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 um, so, I mean, if you're a work study student, then it's, it, they're not, I don't, if I'm remembering correctly, they're not paying you out of, you know, their, their, their grant money or anything. So um, it's like they get an extra set of hands f f to them is for free. So sure. Um, and when you uh, look back on that time when you were an assistant, uh, you were working in those uh, that professor's lab, do you look back on it and think there are specific things that I, I appreciated from it that I learned from doing maybe on my personal project or by cleaning glassware? Well, sure. I mean, first and foremost, you get a feel for how an, a laboratory operates outside of your class, right? So you're taking your class, you might have that two or three hour laboratory once a week um, where you go in and you just follow the procedure. Um, that's good for developing your basic skills, like you're keeping a good lab notebook and um, your technical skills. Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of where it ends, right? So sure. um, when you have to go outside of school, you have to be able to apply all of those. So if you can learn how to apply them as you're learning them, you, for me, it made it more applicable what I was learning in, in, in my classes, mm. if that makes sense. So can you uh, expand on it a little bit? Yeah. So, um, you know, say you're taking something, a class like genetics or something, right? Um, and then you're learning about you know DNA and RNA and how they replicate and how they get put back together and all the biotechnology stuff along with it and then after class you go into the lab and someone's actually making a plasmid to express a protein it's mm -hmm. like oh that's what I just learned about in class so that's so this is how it's actually done this is how I can do it this is how now I know how to do it and I know why it's done mm -hmm. it's going to bolster what you're learning in your classes um, gotcha. I think Plus, you're going to be working with grad students, postdocs, other people who are, I mean, that's like a 24-7 networking right there, right? Yes, um, absolutely. Because they're going to give you uh, advice and whatnot. Not only as you're learning the techniques, but, you know, when you get close to graduation, then they say, oh, you know, you'd be really good at this, or um, maybe you should talk to this person, that sort of thing. Absolutely. So it's invaluable. E I would even go as far to say, even if it's not within a lab setting, maybe even clubs or oh, uh, jobs on yeah. campus or anything yeah. like that could be a worthy thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Next, we've got Gain Robinson, class of 2012. He transferred to UVM partway through his undergraduate career, in part to get connected to broader research opportunities including both academic and applied research. Just a quick note that we did record this in a public place, so don't mind the background noise. Yeah, so working in Dr. Green's lab uh, must have been a really valuable experience for you. Can you comment about um, how that experience really uh, helped maybe uh, with your career path or with your concept of maybe what skills you had gained or uh, wanted to gain? Yeah, so... Um, my, my path was kind of a winding one. I started uh, studying psychology at a small school in Massachusetts and I ended up transferring to the University of Vermont and switching majors and uh, in that process 
Uh, the reason I wanted to come to UVM is because it was a bigger school with more research opportunities and uh, more uh, broad co course offerings. And so I wanted to cater the experience that I had to learn more about um, learning and memory and neuroscience. And um, so I got involved in John Green's lab because I wanted to see what it was like to do research. Um, and I found out that I really enjoyed it. And so I think that was a, a really critical learning moment for me <laughs> where I said, I can do this. I can, um, I can do research studies. And uh, that led me to, um, to apply to some summer internships going into my senior year, uh, which expanded from sort of an academic research experience I'd had in John Green's lab to a more applied research setting with a small biotech company in Massachusetts, um, which was my first foray into industry research and biotech. Those two experiences, you mentioned John Green's lab and you mentioned that uh, small company in um, Massachusetts. Um, so you must, did you know Dr. Green before you, like how did you apply to that work in that lab? Did you know him? Yeah, so, um, I, I had never taken a course with John Green, but he had, he'd actually substitute taught one of my lectures uh, mm -hmm. for a different class. Oh, wow. And yeah. at the time, I, I knew I wanted to get involved in psychology research, but I didn't really know where to start. And so after his lecture, I went up and asked, do you have any space in your lab that I could get involved with? And he said, you know, I don't usually take on students that uh, I haven't had for a full semester uh, of coursework, but... Um, if you come in and see what it's all about, we can get to know each other. And um, it ended up leading to uh, a, p a position in his lab. And um, and I, I really enjoyed it. It was one of the most fulfilling things that I did. Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe just to talk a little bit about uh, networking in um, unconventional ways. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I had had that uh, first couple semesters of research experience in John's lab. And when I was trying to figure out what to do over the summer to expand, maybe get a little different flavor of research. Um, I, en I played on the Ultimate Frisbee team when mm -hmm. I was at UVM, and um, I, I found out through a fellow alum who was friends with the Frisbee coach uh, that there was an opening in this lab in, uh, in a startup biotech environment in Boston. And so I ended up applying because of that connection and because of the, the personal connection I had, I think it gave me a, a better chance that at least my resume would be read by the hiring manager. And it, it turned into a, a summer long internship that demonstrated, you know, I really liked doing applied research uh, in, in that area. Sure. So that, that was how you got sort of into that summer experience then, that senior summer yeah, and it's so it just goes to show that, you know, networking doesn't only happen at networking events. Mm -hmm. Everybody that you run into on a daily basis can can become uh, somebody in your in your network. And uh, so definitely <laughs> uh, keep keep connections and reach out to people, reach out to professors, um, you know, after class, if they say something you like, say, how did you know, how did you get involved in this kind of work? And mm -hmm. do you know anybody who might be interested in showing me a little more about about this? Yeah, it's interesting how I feel like um, the things that you do. So you, obviously, you had an interest in research for uh, immediately when you first entered college, correct? That was something you you had. Yeah, from the time that I transferred. So <laughs> I started out. Um, I, I studied psychology for two years, and I had taken bio and chem, um, and I was beginning to worry that I uh, I wasn't going to be able to differentiate myself mm -hmm. um, uh, with just having an undergraduate degree in psychology. 
Um, and so what I, what I wanted to do was um, maybe find some applied experiences like doing some research, taking more specific classes in neuroscience, um, and, uh, and really honing in on what it was that I liked to learn about. Because that is sort of the unintended benefit of just doing things you're interested in because you're kind of testing the waters to see if it's truly something you, you like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, I took, I took a series of courses that I really enjoyed, evolution and, um, you know, microbiology and things like that. And I thought I could see myself doing this. I could see myself doing that. And it wasn't until I went out on a limb and took a pharmacology course mm -hmm. when I realized, you know, the way that, um, you know, medicines interact with the brain and different organs that's the thing that i think i'm most interested in learning about mm -hmm. and are there things that you could turn into a career uh learning about that and and furthering the field yeah so that, that class really shaped maybe the direction you decided to go in yeah for sure it did and um you know i i i found myself talking to professors it was a course that was taught by a series of different lecturers and i found myself going up after class and asking people a lot and the common theme was you know uh around different molecules that interacted with the brain usually and uh so that really showed me hmm i think i like learning about a specific thing more than everything else <laughs> nice very cool Lastly, Acadia Moyerson, class of 2017, tells us about the importance of her hands-on experiences as an undergraduate at UVM. Just a quick note that we did record this in a public place, so don't mind the background noise. So what is your take on uh, experiences, uh, getting experiences as an undergraduate at UVM? So important. Yeah. I, uh, I think internships are hard in the science fields to find, but undergraduate research is not in sure. at UVM and mm -hmm. it's mostly unpaid probably um, I know that there are for the summer at least you can apply for grants um, or some funding from through SGA or through the undergraduate research office that they can give you a stipend um, sometimes depending on your research what's going on sure but I know a lot of friends that did it just during the year um, and then or people worked um, in the summer also and worked at a restaurant downtown to make some money. Um, yeah. And I was lucky I did it for junior and senior year. And then I worked in the summer between junior and senior year. Mm -hmm. um, I had gotten uh, a grant to go to a conference um, actually in England. And oh, I wow. got it through the undergraduate research office. So they it was nice that they paid for my housing and um, conference fee there. So that was um, enough. That was a great grant to get. Um, and something I'm really grateful for. Yeah. And then um, I took the summer unpaid, but I was grateful for that opportunity. Just I really needed it for my thesis, and it was living in Burlington is always great too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was so interesting to finding doing research. You finally see what all the hard work pays off to be. Like mm -hmm. in classes, you take tests and you realize that you're learning the material, but then in research, you're really seeing how it all ties together and why you're a biochemistry degree or a chemistry degree like you see like everything come together and you're able to apply it and it's just really rewarding yeah um and then spending the time over the summer was now then i could just focus on my research and i didn't have to worry about the five five four or five classes i was taking mm -hmm. um so that was really exciting are there any other experiences um that you would also say were valuable on some on some level during your time at uvm yeah, I, was, I think um, just definitely in the advanced labs, too. Something 
again, it was just experience. And I think that advanced labs at UVM for the biochem, that they gave such more opportunities than I think most of my coworkers that I've talked about that didn't have that opportunity at different schools. Oh, wow. So I took the biochemistry lab for majors was Mm -hmm. about seven or eight hours a week in lab and then also a lot of work outside of lab and the process that it took and we wrote a manuscript at the end which was just really great practice and then I took a advanced microbiology lab in DNA extraction and that is a lot of skills that I actually use right now and so it's something to market myself on and I was able to say that in my job interview saying Okay, I've done these skills a bit. Well, so quick throwback. Can you ta- name some of the like maybe the reflections of like what you did in those lab courses and maybe what you, to what you're doing now? Like, how do you compare the two? Or like, what are things that you're like, oh, I do this in yeah. my full time job, and I kind of did it kind of prepped me to do this in my undergraduate. Like, is there yeah. something between the two that? Yeah, absolutely. So right now I work in a cell culture lab, so I grow cells um, and do different treatments with them, and mm-hmm. I um, yeah. do transfections, which is inserting DNA into cells um, a bit and. I, in undergraduate lab, I've done cell culture lab, so I learned how to grow cells, split them, how to count them, which was really just something. It's like skills that I was expected to know right away when I walked in my lab, and if I hadn't taken those advanced lab courses, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Sure. Um, and the transfections I, in our DNA um, extraction recombination lab, that was really a big focus on it, and our teacher really explained the process, and so now... In the job field, you're not explained things as well as in school. And so now I understand why we do it and how it's done. And even, so I can just jump in and do it. Yeah, it probably looks a little different when you're actually doing it for a, maybe for a for profit or for like a right. business purpose. Because you kind of know what specific uh, restrictions you need to breach or things you need yeah. to go for. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to see it like in the lab sometimes and you're just frustrated and you're in there and it's not working well and you're <laughs> in there for a class and it's, you're worried about other things going on. But now seeing how much it really helps was it's great sure now uh you mentioned earlier that you that research has really made a was really impactful for you in your yeah. time at uvm um i'm curious for people who uh well actually let me ask you this did you want to do research did you know you wanted to do that when no you, so, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so that was really a time for you to see if you liked it yeah absolutely yeah so i went into college actually wanting to go to medical school mm-hmm. oh actually initially in senior year i applied as a business major Oh, senior high school? Right? Senior year in high school, so yep. Business. So okay. um, gotcha. I applied to UVM Business School, actually. Um, and then as I, early action, and then as I went on, I decided I wanted to do sciences. Um, and then freshman year of college, I went in thinking, okay, I want to do medical school. I job shadowed a couple doctors and quickly realized that was not what I wanted to do. Wait, how, how did you uh, job shadow doctors? Um, I actually, my uh, stepdad worked at a hospital um, outside of Boston, and so he got me connected with a pediatrician, and that's what I thought I wanted to do. Wow. So that was an amazing experience. Would you recommend people do that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And if it's something, like, if you know anyone, especially a job shadowing, and it was, I did it two days, one over the summer and one over winter break, mm-hmm. and it was a great experience. And I, you, even if it doesn't work out, like, you realize what you don't want to do. Yes. Which is so important, yeah. too. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so you were saying that you job shadowed and you didn't like it. Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like being around patients, but I don't know. For some reason, I just, the some of the aspects of it really scared me, and I was not interested in doing. Fair, yeah. So, um, and then chemistry labs really stressed me out in college. So <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, kind of, I was in a biochem major and I really liked biology and I liked organic chemistry, but sometimes labs just gave me too much stress and pressure. Sure. And so I was trying to find something for my honors college research to do that was not 
a typical lab setting. Okay. So I was trying to figure out if I could do clinical research, but that was kind of mm-hmm. a little difficult to find. Um, I know a lot of people that are neuroscience majors were able to do like psychology research, which was really cool. Um, but then I found a bioinformatics lab. So it's all computer science, but it was biology based. Mm-hmm. So I was, it was really cool because I was able to apply all my biology knowledge and then learn a lot of computer science. At this point, were you still interested in med school? No. So at that point, you that, were, right, that was so that, that was, point. I was done and trying to figure out what I really wanted to do because I gotcha. was nervous. I was like, yeah. hadn't I knew med school was not the option, and I was scared of lab sciences, like the wet lab as they call it. So I was kind of mm-hmm. figuring out, like, okay, what do I do now? Like, yeah. and I did this, and I fell in love with computer science and bioinformatics. Um, I still have a lot to learn, but it was a really amazing experience and able to do it for two years, which was just really pursued my career and not only was it the research but it was my mentor in the lab that was a phd student he was an amazing teacher and i talk to him now all the time and as i'm applying for graduate school like he was one of my recommendations and i talked to him about which programs to apply to and how i'm gonna do and it was really him and his aspirations and just being so kind and him getting excited about research made me excited about it yeah. And so I think that's really, that really shaped me. Yeah, great teachers are very, very valuable. Absolutely, sure. yeah. And um, so to, to uh, piggyback off that, I guess my last part of this question, yeah. um, what would you say to people who maybe don't, maybe don't want to go into research as a field? Mm-hmm. Do you still find it valuable for people who don't want to go into research as a field to still do it? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and, and why? Yeah, so I um, actually had a few friends that are, uh, my good friends in my biochem uh, major mm-hmm. are two of them are nurses now or in nursing school um, and one's going to medical school and they all did undergraduate research and yeah. I have some friends that are doing research now too and one is getting her master's in public health at Tufts so it's kind of a it's all a mix of but they all did undergraduate research and I think it all the nurses they learned that they didn't want to do it but they learned a lot of skills and it really helped them it helps you in interviews for anything. It helps you for an interview for nursing school that you have research experience. It just shows that you're passionate and you like want to go above and beyond than what's just expected of you. Mm-hmm. And I think you learn a lot. And even if you don't want to pursue it later on, the skills you learn in a research lab, the writing, the applied thinking, and really like, I like took a, I did a side, I was doing a lot of the work for the PhD student. And then I went off and did my side project off of it. And it's yeah. kind of, I failed a lot like sure and it, but it helped and it like it just like okay I failed why did that not work and there was times that I didn't want to go back in the lab for a <laughs> while but I really learned a lot about myself yeah it probably helped to um, yes keep you more resilient yeah in absolutely. Face of it. yeah yeah absolutely thank you that's all for this month's episode if you're looking to gain hands-on experience remember that the Career Center is always here to help you find opportunities whether that's a part-time job or internship or connecting with volunteer opportunities, undergraduate research, and more. For more information, visit uvm.edu backslash career. Tune in next month to learn about finding and applying to jobs in the sciences.